Mm, welcome, loves. Mm, can you let yourself land here for today's episode? Ah, just seeing if you can surrender into your body just 10% more, whatever you're doing while you listen to this, wherever you are. Can you bring just a little bit more presence? And as always with Happy Ho Life Podcast, it's my intention that you bring it a little deeper as you listen to these episodes that you connect to your heart and your body and your desire just a little bit more. So if that means taking a few deep breaths, letting out some delicious sighs, or just doing a little shake, I invite you to go to that place now, even just for a moment. And we'll drop right into our episode for today. What is feeling alive to talk about is the mastery of our language. And in this case, in this story that I'm going to tell you, it's about detoxing the language of my inner people pleaser, my inner good girl. And this actually all began when... I was going through all of my old photos and videos from years and years ago and I stumbled upon one of the first videos I ever recorded for Instagram stories back when Instagram stories first <laughs> got invented or were created and I was listening back and watching this video of mm, I must have been 25 at the time and I just witnessed this version of myself that I couldn't recognize anymore. This good girl version of myself, this people-pleasing version of myself, even the tone of my voice as I spoke, it, it lacked the depth that it has now. It was almost this more high-pitched, like, hi guys, um, I'm Michelle, I guess I just wanted, <laughs> like, kind of like that, and... And what I wanted to speak to today is the power of being aware of the language that we are using when we speak to ourselves, when we are speaking to other people, even the language we are using when we're speaking within our own minds. And for me, I started to recognize that before I said anything, before I spoke or opened my mouth, I would almost always say the phrases, um... I guess, I think, I'd often say, like, oh, I don't know. But it was always, I guess, I think, I guess, I think, I don't know. Um, and part of the reason that those phrases were so alive within my language was because they served as these almost like protective phrases, right? If I say, well, I guess I'm a nutritionist and I support people with healing autoimmune disease right and when i was in this video that i watched back that was actually the evolution of my business that i was in i was in this nutritionist phase this good girl phase right i even followed this path of this nutritionist versus the self-expression and sensuality and the coaching that i do now because nutritionist felt like this normal you know, if somebody asks you, oh, what do you do for work? You say, oh, I'm a nutritionist. It sounds normal. People get it. There's not a lot of explaining that needs to happen. And to me, to that part of me, that good girl part of me, it felt really safe to follow that path. But as a result, 
when I was a nutritionist, I felt really trapped in my business. I felt really trapped in this good girl persona that I'd been, I almost say, I say putting on, but really that, that I was, that was my identity. I identified as I'm a good girl. I'm a nice girl. I'm the quiet one. I was still holding onto these labels that ultimately were placed upon me by other people, by someone else. And it showed in the way that I spoke, even in the way I carried myself, the way I would speak and my shoulders would be a little contracted, my spine a little bit soft versus now when I speak, it's, I'm not afraid to take up tangible space with my body. I'm not afraid to sit up tall. I'm not afraid to say what I think. I'm not afraid to say what I know, right? And that difference between I think, I guess, versus no, I I know. I know this to be true. I know this about myself. I know what I'm talking about. But again, it was this protective phrase such that if someone disagreed with me or someone didn't like what I said or someone, you know, got their feathers ruffled by something that I said, it was this protective phrase of, well, well, I guess you could be right because in in the beginning, I was only ever really saying that I, I guess this, right? I wasn't willing to really stand by the things that I was saying. I was too scared to really stand by, this is who I am, this is what I believe, take it or leave it. I was more in this realm of, mm, this is who I am, and I think this is what I think, and if you don't like it, I'll change, <laughs> right? I'll adapt, I'll mold myself into whatever I need to be in order to fit in or to be liked or to be accepted or to escape the, you know, this fear of abandonment, this fear of rejection. Because ultimately for me, people pleasing as a pattern, as a way of being came about to soften my fear of being rejected, my fear of being abandoned. But what I didn't recognize at the time, right? All those years I was constantly saying, I think, I guess, I don't know. If someone asked me a question, I'd go, I don't know. What do you think? Or I don't know. I don't really care. I don't really have any opinions, right? Like pretending like I didn't have opinions or I didn't know what I wanted to have for a snack or I didn't know what restaurant I wanted to go to or I didn't know what I wanted to, what next step I wanted to take in my business or what I wanted to do next. And I will say that, Sometimes the phrase, I don't know, can hold a lot of power depending on the root of that phrase. So for example, saying the phrase, "Mm, uh, I don't know, Mm, I don't know what I want, even my tone of voice where you can hear it, it's, that feels like it's coming from a place of fear. I'm saying and claiming that I don't know because I'm afraid of what might happen if I do know. I'm allowing confusion to be this protective mechanism of it's safer to not know because knowing might put me in danger. It might make someone not like me. It might, you know, cause someone to criticize me versus on the flip side. I do believe that sometimes the phrase, I don't know, can actually hold a lot of power. You know, when it's said with power behind it, right? Like, you know what? I don't fucking know what comes next. And I'm open to surrender and be in my body and be with myself and listen to my inner voice and allow myself to hear the voice of my own inner wisdom, hear the voice of my body, hear the voice of my pussy, hear the voice of whatever inner voice is wanting to speak. But again, that I don't know coming from a place of 
just like deep and genuine surrender versus I don't know coming from a place of I need to protect myself. And so again, my, my invitation for you is to consider, is there an identity within you that is currently crumbling? Is there a part of you that is just ready to die so the next version of you gets to live and there's actually a storm happening right now and the wind is just like whipping through the trees wow so powerful mother nature is she's with us but anyways going back to this invitation i invite you to consider is there a part of your identity that is crumbling is there a part of you that is ready to die so this next version of you really gets to live and take up space whether that is an inner good girl or an inner people pleaser or an inner perfectionist even is there an archetype is there a part of you that you're ready to let soften that you're ready you're ready to stop clinging to this old identity that maybe is actually not not even who you really are anymore and and with that, can you allow yourself to start to become aware, start to notice your own language and whether that's just in your day-to-day, -day, starting to notice when you talk to people, when you have conversations with people, you might even pick up on the phrases of, I think, I guess, I don't know. Those are very common phrases of the people pleaser. But you might consider any other phrases that you tend to say a lot or the kinds of phrases you say right before you start speaking does anything arrive does anything come up and you also might even look back on your own video content that you have mm, perhaps if you've been on instagram for a while and you've done instagram live streams in the past can you just spend a bit of time with yourself and treat it like a ceremony and go back and watch some old videos or maybe you can go back through your Instagram story archive if you've spoken on those stories and and listen to your voice, listen to the way that you're speaking. Can you become aware of your own body language and the ways in which you are holding yourself? Are you a bit contracted, slouching your shoulders, kind of like protecting your heart space a little bit? Or are you sitting up tall? Is your Are your shoulders back? Is your heart space open, ready to receive love and also give love and be in that cycle of reciprocity of just love and beauty and magical things happening in your life so again that is my invitation for you is first can you most like put on a bit of an investigative hat for for just a few moments and explore your own dialogue you could also bust out your journal and just explore the ways in which you speak to yourself in your journal, any places where there is a record of your speech and your language and the phrases and the words that you use. Can you just take a little bit of inventory and, and start to notice, are there any phrases, any words that you tend to, <clears throat> tend to almost lean on, if you will, and do those words or phrases do they actually hold meaning to the part of you that is coming alive? Whether that's a more fierce version of you, a more sassy or spicy version of you, or maybe it's a bit of, on the other side of the coin, maybe you tend to put on a very like strong and powerful and sassy kind of spicy persona. 
And maybe there's actually a softness, a gentleness that is wanting to come alive within you, right? There's no way in which our self-expression journeys need to look or need to develop. I find oftentimes with our self-expression, it does feel like, oh, we're becoming louder and bolder and fiercer and wilder. And, and sometimes that is the case. Oftentimes that is the case because so many of us have grown up with this experience of learning to people please in an effort to be loved or seen or valued. Right? We learned that our value comes from putting other people first and taking care of everyone else and making sure everyone else is happy. But for you, maybe you're in a different evolution. For you, maybe it's a different season. And I really invite you to, to explore and to make this invitation your own. And from that place, after identifying anything that feels alive, that you are perhaps craving to shift, and then really inviting yourself to practice the shift and this can look like many different things you might set the intention for yourself of having an awareness when you speak and noticing you might ask or invite a loved one or a close friend or someone that you really trust who supports you in your personal development journey you might ask them you might just tell them hey i am presently detoxing the language of my inner people pleaser and mastering my language and you might even share with them a little bit about what that means but you might ask and be open to if you hear me say the phrases i think i guess i don't know or whatever phrases you may have identified for yourself can you invite them or ask the favor that they might reflect back to you hey i with love just wanted to let you know that when you told me that story, I heard you say, I think a lot. Or if you have a mentor or if you're working with a coach or any sort of practitioner or just any sort of support, you might bring this to them and say, hey, like I'm actually really open for you to reflect to me when you hear me use this language and what it might <laughs> what it might mean also. Oh, I just have to I just have to pause everything for one second. I'm actually a little behind the scenes. I'm recording this episode at the park in my car and the most adorable little black lab just got so distracted by an adorable squirrel and its owners had to run back and oh, what a precious moment. Oh, and with that, I invite you to ah, just take a deep breath. Ah, just soak up the beauty, the delight, the small sacred moments of joy that might be around you, available to you to experience in this moment. Maybe the sunlight on your skin. Maybe the sound of the leaves rustling. Maybe mm, the smell of an essential oil. Oh, or just grazing your hands over your skin and receiving the gift of your own touch. Mm. I love mm, being invited into playful curiosity. And ultimately, that is my invitation for you today within this episode is, can you allow yourself to be in playful curiosity of your own language? Can you invite yourself to allow certain pieces of your language that no longer feel empowering that no longer feel congruent with where you say you want to go can you let those parts of your language die and allow them to die with love and grace and beauty right we i find as we evolve it's so beautiful to shower those past versions of us with gratitude with love so what I will leave you with is, you know, as I was watching that video of myself from 
you know, when I was many years younger going, hi guys, I think, I guess, I don't know. <laughs> and that video actually exists on my, on my Instagram for anyone that is curious about it. But as you watch those videos or review your journals or watch back videos of yourself, can you do so? Not with shame, not with making yourself wrong, not with judging those versions of yourself that were doing the very best they could at the moment, but can you look back on those versions of yourself with grace, with celebration, with love, with compassion, and trust that it's safe to let them go now? And I find that when we allow versions of ourselves to die and we give ourselves the space to grieve those versions of ourselves and and in this case even grieve language that used to feel comfortable and and alive for us and instead instead of allowing it to be something that we need to hold on to any longer letting it go with love letting it go with grace so that is my final invitation for you for this episode is you might even take out your journal and write down some of these phrases and Write a letter to this part of you that you are ready to let die. Whether it's your inner good girl, your inner people pleaser, your inner perfectionist, whatever part of you you are ready to soften with and and let dissolve. Open your journal, write down any of these phrases that you are ready to let die. Write even a letter of, of gratitude, a letter of thank you, thank you, thank you to the versions of you who perpetuated that language and you might have a burn ceremony go outside or get a fireproof fire safe bowl and just burn this piece of paper and allow the flames to alchemize this identity this part of you that you are ready to let go of and be in the exploration of what part of you wants to come alive and I'm so excited to to hear, to witness, to just see these different parts of you that are ready to come alive. As always, feel free to tag me in your stories if you share anything around this episode or if you accept any of the invitations within this episode and decide to share any of it on social media do feel free to tag me so that I can celebrate you and shout you out in my stories. I'm just tuning into my heart to see if there are any last threads that want to be spoken. Mm, I'm feeling quite complete. So with that, I'm sending you so, so much love today. May you meet your breath more fully. May you hear your own voice more clearly. We'll talk to you soon, loves.